time for re-engineering your finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. Welcome to another edition of Re-Engineering Your Finances. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Charles Weldy, founder, certified financial planner at CP Weldy Group, serving you in the Delaware, Chester County areas with an office right there in Chad's Ford, PA. You can find us online at cpweldygroup.com. Charles, hope you're doing well, my friend. What's going on in your world? Uh, you know what? We're kind of like a little busy in tax season. Uh, right now, it's what, March uh, 2nd, is it? I can't believe March yeah. is here already. Uh, another seven weeks and, uh, you know, I'll be out in the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's coming coming uh, not soon enough, it sounds like, for you. Yeah. No, it's it's good. You know, it goes fast. And, you know, this is probably my 30 plus year, you know, doing, you know, looking at taxes and doing advanced tax planning. I kind of enjoy it. Nice. Well, you'll yeah. uh, you'll be uh, crossing that finish line before you know it. So, uh, fingers crossed that the last few weeks here go nice and smooth. No concerns for you, my friend. Uh, well, we've got a great show on the way today. We're going to be talking about things we can't predict, like Charles's, uh, you know, golf score when he goes out <laughs> for the first time of the year. You don't know how that first game is going to go of the year, right? Uh, I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe that's easier to predict than uh, right. than not. Uh, no, in all seriousness, we're going to talk about how certain things in life you can't predict, especially some things when it comes to retirement planning. You know, if we could answer these questions that we're going to talk about today, boy, it'd make the job a lot easier, Charles, although maybe a little bit less interesting. And so we're going to talk about what it looks like to construct a plan when you really can't find an answer to the questions that help formulate the plan. You'll see what I mean as we go through the show today. So let's start it off with this one, Charles, something that everybody would like to know but none of us can really predict this. When's the next stock market crash going to happen? How do you plan for something like that that you just, we don't know? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. I mean, I I just look at history, Walter, and, um, you know, since World War II, there's been like 19 times that there's been a bear market. And a bear market is defined as a 20% or greater decrease in the value of your investments. Uh, The average bear in, in the last 19 years has been north of 30%. So when it occurs... Uh, you know, most people that, you know, obviously you know, their emotions get the better of them. They kind of, you know, panic somewhat, but they have to be aware that, hey, you know, the formula, you know, for investing is what are your goals? What's the plan? And let's fund your portfolio. So um, the reality of it is most of this money that people have in their retirement accounts aren't going to be needed for a certain period of time. So as long as the investor or the retiree has uh, an adequate amount in what I call like a conservative investment that can generate income when markets are down, they can actually take advantage of volatility because the longer time frame you have uh, for money that you're going to spend in later years, the less volatility really like impacts you because time reduces volatility. So, um, you know, my big thing is with my existing clients and, and any future clients is like, Hey, look, we need to stomach short-term volatility to minimize our long-term regret. I like that a lot. So uh, there's ways that we can plan around these questions, as you'll see throughout the show today, even if we don't know the complete answers to some of these things. So that next stock market crash certainly is a big one. Something else that's a bit hard to predict, Charles, at least with, you know, good accuracy, is what healthcare costs are going to look like in 20 years. But maybe this one, some assumptions can help get us there. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, when people get financial plans done, as a general rule, most planners will look at historical inflation 
which is basically around 3%. And they'll project that, hey, whatever your income gap is on a monthly basis, we'll just increase that by 3% a year. And if you live to be 90, 95 years old, you know, basically we've got, you know, your expenses built into your financial plan. But healthcare is a lot different than, you know, regular expenditures. I mean, the healthcare as a general rule has been going up by an average of 6% like each year. So when we do financial plans for clients, we actually use 6% in lieu of the 3%. And uh, just to give people an idea, at 6%, like prices double in 12 years. It's the rule of 72. You take 72, you divide it by the rate of return or the inflation rate, and it tells you how, how many years you know it's going to take for that money to double or that cost to double. So at 6%, you know, if I'm spending $1,000 a month on healthcare, 12 years from now, it's going to be 2000 and 24 years from now, it's going to be 4000 a month. So the reality of it is, you know, again, we get back to the goals, the plan, the portfolio. We need to create, you know, a, a plan that has rising income to cover rising expenses throughout your retirement. And healthcare certainly is one of the biggest ones. We're talking about these things that you can't predict in retirement, in life, and how you plan around those things that you can't know the questions or know the answers to the questions. And the next one's a big one, and your specialty, Charles, taxes. And we don't know. What, what, what's your tax rate going to be three presidents from now when you're, maybe you're deep into retirement? Um, who knows? Yeah, well, I mean, as we speak, I guess the current president has three more years, all right? So in four years, we'll have another president where if he gets reelected, you know, that's president number two. And four years from that, we'll have president number three. So we're talking really about four and three is seven and one is eight years. So eight years from now, we'll have three different, you know, people in the office if, you know, uh, Mr. Biden doesn't get reelected. So, I mean, I'm looking at 2026 where... Most people aren't aware of this, but the tax rates are automatically going to go up. Uh, when Trump changed the tax rules back in 2017, he lowered like the tax brackets, you know, substantially. So for just about anybody on this call or anybody on this podcast, what you're paying now at 12 percent is going to revert back to 15. So that's going to be a, a major tax increase for just about everybody. If you're in a 22% bracket, it's going to rise to 25, like automatically in 2026. Like, you know, they don't even have to pass an act of Congress. Like the Trump tax rate increases or decreases rather for individuals were temporary in 2017 and they revert back to the old rules in 2026. And if you're in the 24% bracket, basically you'll be paying 28. So we know for a fact that tax rates are going to go up. And the only way to reduce our deficit, Walter, is we either have to decrease our spending or increase our taxes or a combination of both. And it's a lot easier uh, to raise taxes than it is to cut spending because, uh, you know, obviously our deficit has just gone, you know, skyrocketing from what? I think a year or two ago it was somewhere around $22 trillion, And now I think it's a lot closer to $30 trillion. So uh, tax rates definitely are, you know, scheduled to go up. And uh, it might be more advantageous to consider prepaying your tax bill over the next few years rather than like just wait until you're required to take certain amounts out of certain accounts and paying higher taxes. Fantastic, Charles, and very helpful to uh, get that perspective, thinking about a few years into the future, what those tax rates are going to look like, big impacts on your financial plan. So work around those things. Uh, last but not least, and this one's a little bit from left field compared to these other three, Charles, how long are you going to live? 
All right. Well, if we knew that end date, I guess that would make the whole not running out of money before you retire equation a little bit easier to solve. But yeah, that's not realistic that we're going to know the answer to that one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we knew how long we're going to live, I mean, I know exactly what date you should take your start taking your Social Security you know, check. But I mean, if I look at history and again, I'm a history buff. Uh, if you look at like uh, an average couple, 62 years old is their average age. So an average 62 year, year old couple, their joint life expectancy is 30 years. And what that means in plain English, Walter, is that one of them is going to live to age 92, right? And that's just really based on current data. The reality of it is in that, you know, current data, uh, we've got like um, people that smoke, we got people that, you know, take, um, you know, maybe drink to a- excess. We have people that are coal miners, uh, you know, but if I look at my client base, most of my clients don't smoke. Most of my clients drink responsibly. I have no clients that are coal miners. And my point is that people that have wealth, people that have good health, chances are they're going to live well beyond, you know, the 30, you know, uh, years joint life expectancy that a 62 year old couple uh, can look forward to at, you know, current levels. So uh, in our planning, what we do, like, you know, traditionally is we have like, you know, people living to be 100 years old, unless like, you know, and, and during the course of the interview, and we find out what their family history is, um, you know, we modify that. But I'd rather be conservative and have just about all my clients that have decent health living to a ripe old age so that, you know, they'll run out of money or rather they'll run out of time before they run out of money. Uh, one last thing I want to add is um, there's a website. I haven't gone on it yet, full disclosure, but my daughter has. It's called livingto100.com. So living to, and then it's the the, um, the number 100, not the word 100, livingto100.com. I encourage all these listeners on the podcast to go to that my daughter told me there's like a lot of the information you have to put in, but it only takes about, you know, eight to 10 minutes. And they'll tell you based upon the information that you supply, what your specific life expectancy is. And uh, for full disclosure, my daughter, hers is 84. I'm like in my late sixties as we speak, I'm thinking I'm going to live well beyond like 90. So I have to check out her input. Maybe she's drinking and smoking a little bit more than I thought. She <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> a subtle way of finding that out. It sounds like. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, too funny. Uh, well, very good. That sounds like a helpful resource for folks to check out there, Charles. So there you have it. The breakdown of the things that we can't predict, but yet how you can still plan around these questions, around these items. So if you've got more questions for Charles, want to talk more in depth about these things, please reach out, give him a call at 610-388-7705, or you can go to cpweldygroup.com, and we'll put contact information in the description of today's show, so it's easy for you to find there as well. Charles, appreciate your help and the guidance on the show today, and uh, let's do another one in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Walter. Appreciate it. All right, that's Charles Weldy. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Reengineering Your Finances. Financial planning and advisory services are offered through Prosperity Capital Advisors, PCA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The CP Weldy Group and PCA are separate, non-affiliated entities. PCA does not provide tax or legal advice.